Welcome to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On the Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is the 365 Bible Reading Plan. Today is March 6th, and our scripture passage for today is Joshua chapter 4. This is an amazing continuation of the story of God and the story of the children of Israel crossing in from the eastern side of the Jordan to the west into the land of their inheritance, unto the land of promise. And what a miraculous story it is. In chapter 4, remember, there were no chapter or verse divisions. This is just a continual narrative telling the story from beginning to end, just as the they would have told it before it was written down under inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God. And so the Bible says in chapter 4, And it came to pass when the people had completely crossed over the Jordan, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, saying, Take for yourselves twelve men from the people, one from every tribe, and command them, saying, Take for yourselves twelve stones from here, out of the midst of the Jordan, from the place where the priest's feet stood firm, that is, on dry ground. You shall carry them over with you, and leave them in the lodging place where you lodge tonight. Now, what God was doing was setting up a memorial. He said, up a memorial in the Jordan River. He set up a memorial for all the generations to see. He set up a memorial at Gilgal where they lodged that night. And he said, I want you to set these up as a reminder of what God did. Now, how many times, how many times have I said to you already, just in a few weeks of reading through the Bible and the great story of God in this Bible reading plan, that God says, do this, I want you to remember, do not forget, I want you to do this as a memorial, as a reminder. God is serious about us us remembering who he is and what he's done. Now, the reason I keep on saying this over and over again is because in the evangelical world, in the world that is apart from what we would call mainline Catholic and Orthodox and more what Baptists and others would call high church where they have rituals and they have routines that remind them that they remember certain things with, we have a tendency to just think that we're more spiritual than anyone else and that we don't need any reminders of anything. We just have the Holy Spirit living within us. and. I'm being facetious about this because people are just silly. Listen, we have to set up markers just like everybody else because we're not always filled with the Spirit of God. You're not as spiritual as you think you are. You better set up some reminders, and you better set up some things that will help you. This is why Karen and I have pomegranates all over our house. This is why we have mezuzahs on the doors of the houses we own. Why? Because it is a reminder going in and out that God owns that home. It is 
a reminder when we touch that, that we belong to God. This house belongs to God. Everything we have, it's all God. We're just stewards of that. When I see a plaques on the wall, my wife has something right over our refrigerator that says to tell us to It is a reminder that the debt has been paid. There's all kinds of scriptures. One of the scriptures we have on the door where you just come in, it's a beautiful, beautiful picture framed of a verse uh, that we have no greater joy than to know that our children walk in truth. We have scriptures everywhere. Karen is so wonderful. What a wonderful decorator she is. She makes everything beautiful. She is such a great and wonderful companion in every sense of the word. But when it comes to decorating a home or making something beautiful, I'm telling you, she is anointed by God to do it. She makes things beautiful. She can take almost nothing and at times has taken almost nothing and made beautiful, beautiful things out of it and arrangements. She is so good at setting things to where people will come and sit and be comfortable. And she finds these different scripture verses and she sets up reminders everywhere that we belong to God and that this household belongs to God. It's putting the right things in front of you. It's putting things that are attractive and winsome and godly. We need to do that in every area of our life. This is why, you know, I've just stopped putting uh, M&Ms and all kinds of things, chocolates and everything just out where I can just pick them up anytime I want to. It's a whole lot different when you have ready access to things that you can go overboard on quickly. Put those things out of the way and you'll put temptation out. But on the other hand, if you'll put good snacks out there and good things out there to eat that are healthy, number one, when you do need something, it's there, and you don't have to go looking for something and maybe find something you don't. But the same thing is true. The principle is true about things that are on the wall. Instead of sports heroes and things like that, why don't we put the great heroes of the faith up on the walls of our children? If you're going to put a sports person up, don't put up King James or someone like that who obviously is not a good basketball pro player witness. If you're going to put up a football player, player put up somebody they may not be the all-star that someone else is but you understand there's life after football and let your children learn to emulate and imitate and make heroes in their lives people that are godly and good all i'm saying is there has to be a mechanism that causes us to remember the good things the godly things and so god does this with his people that's where the teflim the phylacteries came from are they abused of course anything can be made an idol but if we walk with god and we do what god wants us to do. These reminders are part of God's plan for us. And you don't have to worship things. You don't have to worship routines. But routines and things that are godly help us to remember who God is and His claims upon our lives. So these stones were there. And they were not there just for them to remember a supernatural event in their lives. The Bible says that when they did this, just what God said, that the waters that were cut off as soon as the ark representing the presence of God came out of the river, that everything went back to normal. And the scripture says in verse 7, and these stones shall be for a memorial, a memory marker, if you will, to the children of Israel forever. And look at verse 8, and the children of Israel did so just as Joshua commanded, and 
and took up twelve stones from the midst of the Jordan, as the Lord had spoken to Joshua according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, and carried them over with them to the place where they lodged and laid them down there. And Joshua set up the twelve stones in the midst of the Jordan, in the place where the feet of the priest who bore the Ark of the Covenant stood. They're there to this day. Yes, he just put them right there in the Jordan. And so the priest who bore the ark in the midst of the Jordan until everything had finished that the Lord had commanded Joshua to speak to the people according to all that Moses had commanded Joshua. And when they came across all of the men of Reuben, the men of Gad and the half tribe of Manasseh, remember they all passed over and they were armed and ready to go to war. And the scripture says in verse 14, on that day, the Lord, notice the word all capitals, God, the covenant God exalted Joshua in the sight of all of Israel, and they feared him as they feared Moses all the days of his life. You see, Joshua humbled himself, obeyed God, and God did it again, just like he always does. Men of God who are listening to me, husbands that are listening to me, great women who are listening to me, oh, for Jesus' sake, let's humble ourselves before him and let God exalt us in due time. And so the Lord spoke to Joshua, saying, Command the priest who bear the ark of the testimony to come up out of the Jordan. Joshua therefore commanded the priest, saying, Come up from the Jordan. And it came to pass when the priest who bore the ark, they came up out of the midst of the Jordan, and the soles of the priest's feet touched the dry land, that is, on the other side, it was all dry, that the waters of the Jordan returned to their place and overflowed all its banks as before. Now the people came up from the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month. This would have been the tenth of Nisan, Abib. It was the springtime. And they camped in Gilgal on the east border of Jordan. And so we'll talk about Gilgal more in the coming podcast. And those twelve stones which they took up out of the Jordan, Joshua set up at Gilgal. Then he spoke to the children of Israel saying, now listen to this. See, it wasn't just for them. Joshua said, when your children ask the fathers in time to come, saying, what are these stones? Then you shall let your children know, saying, Israel crossed over the Jordan on dry land. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan until you had crossed over, as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up before us until we had crossed over. You see, God said, I did it once. I'll do it again. Same God. And it was the same obedience. It was the same trust. You see, if those men had never walked into the water, they would have never been able to see the great miracle of God. Was it something that their feet magically touched the water? No. It was that they were trusting the God of the water. They were trusting the God who had led them thus far. And that's all they had to do was express their faith. And God took it from there. And Joshua said, I want you to never let your children forget that. So how is that done, fathers? It's done by the fathers and the mothers passing it on. It only takes a spark to get a fire going. You remember that song? Sing it as you walk on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. 
Fridays are for your questions. Email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org. Then just listen for your question to be answered on Friday's podcast. That's questions at TonyCrisp.org. Thanks for listening and have a blessed day on the way.